Can you hear me now? Hey, everybody just take a second before we read the scripture to look around. Look behind you, look to your right, look to your left, look in front of you. This is Jesus in his glory. Right there, amen? Amen. Come on, give him glory, church. Hallelujah. Psalm 100. Shout with joy to the Lord of all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is good. He made us, and we are we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter the gates with thanksgiving. Go into the courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Give him glory, church. We're going to hear the word now. Amen. Thanks a lot, Joe. Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. With brothers and sisters in Christ and uh, the family of God. We are the family of God and nobody messes with family. Amen. Especially the enemy of our soul. Right? Amen. We have uh, some great things going on with our, with our church and our involvement in our community. Um, we've handed out uh, food supplies to the Second Baptist Church. We've handed out, um, we did our food drive with the Second Baptist Church. We've done our school supplies with the Mount Olive Baptist Church. And um, we were at the fun days yesterday. We met a lot of people. We talked with a lot of people and uh, shared with them our first year anniversary of Steel City Church is October, which is awesome, isn't it? So, uh, they said, Mount Olive Baptist Church people said they're going to come fellowship with us and celebrate our one-year anniversary. Isn't that fantastic? Amen? All right. Someone from Mount Olive Baptist Church needs our prayers, needs our encouragement. And uh, Bill is going to come and talk to that issue and also talk to something that he really, really loves, and that is prayer. Okay? So here comes Bill. Give it up for Bill Sullivan. Amen. Amen. Well, a friend of mine goes to Mount Olive, and he came in for prayer last week, and he said one of the ladies there, her son was murdered a couple weeks ago, and she's hurting. So what we're going to do as a, the body of Christ, I'm going to pass these sympathy cards out, and just put your name on it. If you want to put a little a little remark about you know, our prayers are with you or something or you know, just thinking about you, go ahead. But I want to pass these out. And if you can just sign it and pass it around. The other thing, and as Dan said, when I was a brand new baby Christian, about one year old in the Lord, the Lord gave me a shove to get involved in, in prayer. And I've been loving it ever since. And it's cool. I found out that God is cool. He loves answering prayers. He really does. He wants to show his glory. And so what we're going to, and the prayer walks that we've done the once a month on Tuesdays 
have been so awesome. It's they've been phenomenal. But so we're, a little bit of a shift. We're going to start doing that on Wednesdays. But also because it's been you know and, and there's so much prayer is needed. I can tell you a whole bunch of testimonies within the last couple of weeks how the enemy is out there trying to rip people up. So we're going to start doing Wednesday prayer instead of a life group, we're going to do our Wednesday here. 7 o'clock, we're going to have prayer time. And then the once a month, we're going to do the prayer walk. We're going to go through and everything like that. But the point being, if you need prayer, or if you know anybody who needs bring them here. Let us pray for them. The other thing, too, I just want to, because if you haven't, been, if you're a new Christian or whatever, and you're just struggling, the two keys to be to being a good prayer warrior or intercessor, whatever you want to call it, is what this church is all about. Loving God and loving people. You know, the anointing is here. When we gather together, the anointing is here. And if you've got the love of your heart for God and for people, words will come out of your mouth. You won't even understand, you won't even know where they came from, but the Holy Spirit is just going to give them to you. It's awesome. He loves using just open vessels. And that's what it's all about. So starting in September, so this week, this coming Wednesday, we're still going to be meeting over at Amy's house. And then after that, it's going to be here. And um, 7 o'clock, we'll probably be talking more about it next week or so. And But that's what's happening. Hallelujah. Heartburn, you know, it really affects you. We're going to go into God's word. The Holy Spirit leads us to the living word, and the living word gives us the truth that sets us free and transforms us. Every time when we gather in the name of Jesus Christ, I expect to be changed and transformed by the power of God. Are you here this morning ready to be touched by the Spirit of God and the Word of God this morning? Because we're all, we're all touched, but in a different way, amen? We need to be touched by the Holy Spirit and allow the Word of God into our hearts to set us free and transform us. There's no other hope. There's no other way. And as Christians today, we should be joyful in shouting the proclamations of who God is. And this psalm really, really brings it out. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Amen? Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. How many think that you have an awesome voice? Raise your hand. Not many... Good singers in this joint. <laughs> Carrie, all right. You know who's got a good voice we might hear over the years is back there, he's hanging his head down, Andy Ryder. Yep. All right. Sean Ryder's back there, over there talking in the back. Um, did you ever go through your day and you, you found a song in your head? And you never realize that you heard it. But all of a sudden, you just start humming it or start singing it. And most of the times, for me, 
it's not a song that I like, right? And you start singing it over and over again. Very catchy tunes. I think the last, the last one that, that got me was uh, another one bites the dust. And another one down, another one down, another one bites the dust. Dun, dun, dun. You can't get it out of your head. You know what I mean? You see, we were created to sing a song of adoration, praise, and wonder and amazement to God for all eternity. That's what we were created for. But all of a sudden, through the work of the enemy, another tune and another song got in our heart and got in our head through sin and wrongdoing, wickedness and rebellion. And the, and the world and people have been singing this tune over and over again, not knowing how to get out of this, this realm of this bad tune and bad song, right? The song of sin, the song of shame, the song of guilt, and the song of wrongdoing, the song of never, ever, ever being free to do what you really want to do. See, rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. It's allowing us to be influenced by other forces, other powers, other authorities and dominions other than Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and the devil works this song through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And he knows how to manipulate us and keeps it in our ears and keeps it in our heart. And then Jesus Christ said, this ain't going to happen I got a song, and I'm coming down, and I'm going to give them a song that they will sing for all eternity to the one true God. And that song is a song of salvation, a song of deliverance, a song of freedom. The problem is, sometimes we don't feel like singing the song, right? Sometimes our feelings are not geared towards shouting and towards rejoicing and towards singing. And we say this over and over again, and we've heard it so much. I'm saying it right now, but I don't know if I understand it. We don't serve the Lord by feelings. We don't come into his presence based on how we feel. We come into his presence based on what we know. This passage of scripture is awesome because it starts out with this awesome singing, this shouting, and this singing, and this rejoicing, and the wonder of his presence. It's a picture of the Israelites getting excited to get down to the temple, getting all of themselves gathered up and making a trip towards the temple. They're excited, and they're dancing, and they got everything going, whatever instruments they had back there. The ten-stringed instruments, I guess, and then the, 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 the lyres, and the cheaters, and no, the liars were... The liars was an instrument back in the day that uh, worshipped and served God. But they went to the temple excited, not based on what they felt, based on what they knew and who they knew. Sorry. Shout with joy to the Lord. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with singing with joy. Why? 
because we know that he is the Lord God. Amen? He made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Acknowledge today that God is God. That we are not. And that one day we will all stand before him in judgment. Based on whether or not we've accepted the one true king as our savior and as our Lord. And we receive forgiveness through the precious blood that was, that was shed on the cross of Jesus Christ through faith. Amen? Faith. If you believe that today, then you are in Christ. And you have reason to celebrate, reason to get joyful. Not based on how you feel. How often did I, have I told you that several Sundays I do not feel like coming to church? Which is very bad because this is my job. Okay? I tell the Lord, Lord, why do I feel this way? When I come to worship you this morning, I'm not worshiping on how I feel. I'm not worshiping based on my circumstances. I'm not worshiping based on my situation. I'm not worshiping based on the fact that I can't pay my bills. I'm not worshiping based on the fact that there's a broken relationship. I'm not worshiping based on the fact that everything has to be perfect and I have to be happy. I'm coming to worship you now because you are the one true God who I will stand before, bowing my knee, confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and he will have me enter into his kingdom forever and ever. And the wonder of it is, is that if you've accepted Christ today, you're already in his kingdom. The kingdom of God lives within you. Amen. This is why we worship out of the knowledge of who God is and it affects our affections. What we want to do is we want to feel good all the time about God. It's not going to happen. Colossians chapter three says, set your affections your emotions, your heart, your mind on the things of God, the principles of God's word. Get the promises of God in your heart. Muse over them. Some of the greatest experiences I've had with Christ is when I didn't want to go to Christ. I didn't feel like being around him. I was, I was settled in my pride and arrogance, and I was loving it, and I was liking it. And I didn't want to go to Christ. And Christ said, you're stupid. Come to me. I love you. Amen. I love you. You're going down a path that's not good. I see the end result. You need me. You need me. I love you. I love you. And then I say, God, I need you. And I love you. And I praise you. And the, the spirit of God comes in. To will and to do of his good pleasure. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. We can't serve the Lord this morning based on how we feel, and we can't serve the Lord based on our good intentions. Because hell is paved with good intentions. Unfulfilled desires. Unintentional consequences. We worship the one true King. And my prayer for Steel City Church is that as individuals, we learn how to worship God based on our knowledge of who God is. His character, his nature, how he loves us, how he's got a purpose and a, and a plan for our lives, a passion in, in our hearts and, and in our lives. 
to lead us and to guide us. And there's nothing that ever will compare to the presence of the Lord in your life. Nothing that this world can offer. Several of us have tried everything that we can get our hands and our heart on to satisfy the unquenchable desire of fulfillment and satisfaction in our heart. And we fell short. The law of diminishing returns. We think something or someone or somehow this is going to really, really please us and give us satisfaction and fulfillment. And then we follow hard after it. And the more we get into it, the less satisfied we are. But we're going in this direction and we got some momentum. So we want more of it. Amen. And we grab onto it more and we please satisfy me. And we just keep going and going until all of a sudden our lives are wrecked. It's the law of diminishing returns. Jesus set us free from the law of diminishing returns by giving us the law of the power of the Holy Spirit to live within our hearts and our lives. We worship God based on what we know. And what we know affects our affections. It's a discipline. The Bible says, fix your thoughts on things above. Amen? Fix your thoughts. The Bible says that men's hearts will fail them because of fear in the last days. Are you fearful today? Are you filled with anxiety? Are you filled with a sense of deep unhappiness? And a sense that this world has no meaning and fulfillment anymore? You're right. It doesn't. God is using, I believe, in this, this present last days to draw people to him because of this fear, because of this anxiety in the world, because of the horror of war and the horror of corruption in political, yeah, and all that stuff and the government and the economy and everything. If we sat down and, and thought about all the things that are working against us, we'd be in a sorrowful state. Amen? But you see... Jesus already took care of our victory 2,000 years ago. Do you believe it this morning? Know it in the deepest recesses of your heart today. Know it. And if you don't know it, follow hard after God. Like you used to go after the things of the world and you just craved it and you had a thirst for it and you, you yearned for it and you wanted it. Is that the way we view God now? Is that the way we follow after Jesus Christ with a yearning? And a passion. And a wanting to grab onto the things of God. And follow him with everything that we have. And everything that we are. We need him. We are. As a church. Several people are going through a lot of things. That are hurtful. It's adversity. There's sorrow. There's pain. See, when, when you serve Jesus Christ, we don't see the mountains anymore because he's raised us up. Amen? We see the glory and the splendor and the majesty and the fulfilling desires and destiny of God for our life and we focus on them and we hold on to them. We follow hard after God. And as a church, as individuals and the body of Christ together, 
We need to work together in following hard after God. Anything that's in your heart that brings rebellion and brings wrath and brings anger and brings unforgiveness and brings bitterness, this is not the time for that. Jesus is coming back. Amen? Let's go to verse. Okay, you see, the, uh, you see how the psalm is laid out? Here it is. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Why? Because he's the Lord and he's God. He made us. We are his. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture. Then there's another song. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Get into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Why? Why do I have to praise his name? I don't feel like praising his name. And I'm not going to do it. That's my problem, okay? I'm going to do it. Here, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Right knowing leads to proper and right affections. Right affections lead to joyful acting and praising and worshiping. And joyful acting leads to glorified living. Amen? As we live our lives in the favor and the blessing of God. Many of us have experienced breaking through and following God in hard, hard times. Amen? Can you imagine being Gideon's army at first 33,000 men? Can you imagine it, men? We got 33,000 strong. We're like, yeah, let's kick some. Yeah, let's get them. Let's get out there. Let's go. And then the process of whittling down and whittling down, whittling down to like a thousand. And then everybody's like, ah, what do you think Gideon's doing? Uh, there's only a thousand of us here. I'm kind of scared. Are you? Yeah, we should be scared. We only got a thousand. We had 33. Whittling down to 300 men to fight a battle. And what was God doing? The battle is not ours. The battle is the Lord's. Amen? No weapon formed against us will prosper. The Israelites sent out the Levites, the worshipers, the praisers, to the, front of, to the front of the battle. Nice guys, huh? All these dudes dressed up in choir robes. Praise you, God. Praise you. Love you. There's the enemy. Hallelujah. You know, we worship you. What do they do that for? To break down the authority and the power of the enemy and to allow the God of the universe, the God of Israel, to have his way in winning our battle, right? That's why we praise him and that's why we thank him. That's why the greatest times, I'm telling you, is when you praise him and when you thank him, when you don't feel like it, you just praise him. I believed in the word of God and I have spoken. Speak out the words of God. Hebrews tells us, in the verse on your spiritual formation sheet this week, lift up, have a sacrifice of praise, lifting of our praise to God. Amen? A sacrifice of our lips 
unto God in praise. Isn't that awesome? A sacrifice. And this is what I'm talking about. Sometimes we don't feel like it. Sometimes it's a sacrifice to praise the Lord and to give him all the glory and to give him all the praise and to forget about what we want, forget about what we need, forget about how we've been hurt, forget about all that, that disgusting stuff that the enemy wants to nail us to the, to the ground and keep us defeated. Forget about it and just praise him. Amen. Get something in your mind and heart about the character and nature of God and just go after it. Go after it. Go after it with everything that you are and everything that you have. What do you need from God today? What do you need from God? What? Are you willing to shout with joy? Are you willing to worship with gladness? Are you willing to come before him with joyful song? The Bible says that he is good. Usually when we, we are living in, in unbelief and we don't have any joy, we don't want to fellowship with other believers, we want to isolate ourselves, usually what happens is we are not trusting the character and nature of God somewhere in our life. We're not trusting him. And we've taken it back. And we're musing it over in our own understanding, in our own mind. And it, it hurts, okay? It hurts. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Everybody with me all right? Am I scaring anybody? Is everybody okay here? No? Okay. Amen. Fragili in the back. In the back. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. Listen to these words. These are very encouraging words, guys. Listen to them, okay? Here we go. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Trust Him today. Give Him everything that you are and everything that you have. Do not depend on your own understanding. We could write a, several hundred volumes of our life lived by our own understanding. <laughs> Amen? And the failures and the shortcomings and the weaknesses, right? Let's not depend on our own understanding. Let's trust in the Lord, power of the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. And then it says... Seek his will in all that you do. In everything that you do, do you just ask the Lord, Lord, I'm your servant, I'm your loved one, I'm your child. What do you think? What do you think I should do? How should I react in this situation? What's your purpose and destiny for my life? It's a great adventure. We live it with reckless abandonment. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to walk out on the water. Amen? If Peter fell, I might fall. I'm looking to walk further than he did, amen, and live my life in faith and trust in the character and the nature of God and what God says, his revealed word, his living word, as it speaks to our heart. Then it says, and he will show you which path to take. 
How many need to know a path that you are to take today? Amen? Do you believe that if you trust in the Lord and not depend on your own understanding, you seek His will, it's a promise in God's Word that He will direct your path. When you leave this building, you'll have a sense of direction. You'll have a sense of purpose. And you'll have a sense of guidance because of your trusting in the Lord, because of your shouting with joy, because of your, your praising the Lord without, without feeling, but praise based on the knowledge of who God is, the promises of the Word of God. All right, you guys are getting a little tired, and you want me to stop, but I'm not done yet. Listen to me. Give me something. Give me some feedback over here. Give me a promise of God that you love, that you stand on. Let's bless each other this morning. Give me a promise of God that you stand on, that in the times of loneliness, despair, uh, feelings of abandonment, whatever you're going through, when you're not feeling up to par, you speak out the word of God and it's blessed you. A promise in God's word. Give me something today, people. I know you heard it, but I love Joe's voice. Here we Here we go. Hey, is this on? Yeah. Say it again. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Hey, amen. Amen. Hey, you live in his house. You agree with that? Amen. All right. Good. All right. Hey, anybody else? A promise in God's word. We go over to Fran. Listen, the word is in your mouth. It's in your heart. Confess it. Amen. And believe it. He said he would not leave me nor forsake me. Right on. You can't hide. Don't try. He knows where you are. Amen? Praise God. Amy. Amy Mullen is in the house, and she has a promise. He is the rock of my foundation. I will not falter. Oh, yeah. Yes. The rock of my salvation. I like what she said. The rock of my foundation. <laughs> Amen. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? John. John? Nice to see you. Michelle? Michelle? Tim, good to have you here today. What's your promise? You provide all our needs. Amen. Right on. Jehovah Jireh. Amen. How many need some money now? Raise your hand. Okay. Don't come to me because I don't have any either. All right. The Lord will provide. Anybody else? Hey, listen. 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 The enemy hates this. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. Somebody else. Give me a promise. Michelle, right? Yeah. Seek your happiness in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desire. Wow. Amen. Yes. Somebody else. I think Stephanie McCleary might have a promise over here. You got one? Calling you on the spot. She's silent before the Lord, which is okay. <laughs> no, that's good. What do you got, June? Always acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Yes. Amen. Luke. A perverse heart shall not depart from me. I will not know wickedness. Read that again, brother. A perverse heart shall not depart from me. I will not know wickedness. You said a perverse heart shall not depart. Read it again. A perverse heart shall depart from me. Yes. I will not know wickedness. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Luke Arelli's how you're feeling? You got one, Kathy? Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? 
Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You feel, <laughs> hey, you feel the affections of God stirring in your heart, right? If you didn't feel like praising the Lord when you came in, do you feel like praising him now as we utter the promises of God? Amen. Who else has one? My friend for Jilly. He does for me what I can't do for myself. Amen. Right on. Is that ever true? Tom Bash in the house. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace that passes all understanding will keep our hearts and minds. That was good, Tom. Love is patient. Love is kind. That's all you got? No, I'm just kidding. That's good. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's First Corinthians 13. That is awesome, right? Mine is from that uh, Footprints in the Sand. Even though in the time of darkness and you feel as nobody's uh, with you, he always carries you in your time of darkness and your time of need. Wow. Awesome. What's your name again? Tim. Tim, yeah. Okay, Tim. Commit thy works to the Lord, and he will establish your plans. Amen. Yes. Commit your works to the Lord, and he shall establish your plans. Annie Miller. His mercies are new every morning. Right on. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Kathy. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Amen. 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 Praise God. Remember, Peter in the Philippian jail. Do you remember that? About midnight, they began to sing songs and psalms and hymns. And what happened? What's that? Earthquake. Yeah. Life-changing. And the prison cells were opened. We got some great verses to go over in our spiritual formation sheets. Colossians chapter 2 and Ephesians speaks about making melody in your heart to the Lord, singing psalms and songs and spiritual songs to one another. Uh, like we've been doing today, we've been encouraging one another and strengthening one another, haven't we? How many will, with me this week, worship God out of the knowledge of God and not based on our feeling? Amen? Yes. How many will, when you feel the worst, you will give your best praise to God? Amen? When you feel like everything is against you, nothing is working out, lift your praise and adoration to God. The peace of God will mount guard over your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Amen? Amen.
Let's be a church that really strengthens one another by the word of God and encourage one another and admonish one another, strengthen one another by the word of God, the promises of God today. Let's bow our heart in a word of prayer. God, we love you today. Right knowing leads to right affections. Right affections lead to joyful acting. Joyful acting leads to glorified living. And we ask, oh God, that when we go through this week, we'll understand that it's really not based on our, uh, our emotions. It's not based on how we feel. It's not based on our stinking thinking. It's based on what you think about us, what you've said about us, what you've promised in your word about us. And we stand on the living word of God, sharper than any two-edged sword to pierce us and to speak to us. And God, we lift up your word and we ask you, God, as we read it, as we study it, it wouldn't just be information, but it would be transformation that changes our very hearts. We thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ because it changes everything. It can change anything. And we pray for those today that are, that are bound and need deliverance. We ask, oh God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, now bring deliverance and bring healing. We lift up our, our mind, our souls, our, our bodies, everything that we are. Bring wholeness and health to us. Bless, bless, uh, bless Stephanie now as she's in the hospital. Bless Diane. Bless, bless people that need your touch, that they can minister your glory to a broken and hurting world. We thank you for each one here today, O oh God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your affections that you give to us, that we delight in the we delight in the Lord. You will give us the desires of our heart and our desires to serve you and to love you. So as we go today, we pray that you bless this day. In Jesus' name. Every fourth Sunday, we're going to do uh, what is called meet and greet. It's a special emphasis on getting to know someone that you maybe have not met or you don't know. Maybe someone that you like their hairstyle. And you want to just go up and just mention, wow, your hairstyle is 